Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We were being told that one of the suspects found a friend in a distressed state, said that there had been an argument, that the man that they'd been drinking with had tried to make an inappropriate pass at her, there'd been a fight, and that he had been beaten and that she believed he was dead. This friend did the right thing and contacted the guards and said, you know, I'm very worried about this, this appears to have happened. This is what we're being told through two very senior sources. And then the search began. I'm Nicola Talent, and you're listening to Crime World, a podcast about criminals, drugs and the sins of the underworld in Ireland and across the globe. A mystery on a Donegal cliffside, an idyllic fishing community left in shock and a victim with a shady past. Today, I'm talking with journalist Alison Morris about the death of 67-year-old trucker Robert Wilkins and the reasons why he was in Killy Beggs. This is Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. Likelihood that this investigation is going to be upgraded to a murder inquiry is very high. Imagine it's going to probably happen over the next couple of days. Yeah, it's strange because the the, the guard have been being extremely cautious with what they were saying. At first, they wouldn't even confirm that they were searching for a body. They wouldn't confirm that this was a possible murder investigation. Um, off the record, they'd confirmed to a few people that they believed there'd been a very serious assault on a man from Northern Ireland. And we know that part of Slave Lake was closed off for quite some time while they were searching. And this is a massive search involved, you know, mountain rescue, land rescue, sea rescue, airplane, you know, the whole lot was involved. It was one of the biggest probably mobilizations um, in a search. And all of this came because we know that there are two suspects in this case. One is a very young woman, one is a, a man in his 30s. We were being told that one of the suspects phoned a friend in a distressed state, said that there had been an argument, that the man that they'd been drinking with had tried to make an inappropriate pass at her, there'd been a fight, and that he had been beaten and that she believed he was dead. This friend did the right thing and contacted the guards and said, you know, I'm very worried about this, this appears to be what happened. This is what we're being told through, through very senior sources. And then the search began, and the search went on for the best part of a week before a body was found. Two people were arrested. They were questioned and released um, without charge. But at that stage, there was no body. So we would imagine that now the body's been found. We know that we've been told the post-mortem has been carried out on that body. 
the cause of death will be established. The identity of the victim will be permanent, will be established at this stage. It has been speculation up until this point, but we do think that we're going to hear confirmation that it is Robert Wilkin, who's a, a man from Northern Ireland in his late 60s. 67, and with an uh, intriguing past and... Um you know, he has some links to criminality or certainly he appears to have been um, investigated for a drug offence, but we can't, or you, you, you've you looked and you can't find a finality to a case that he was well, involved in. that wouldn't be that unusual because this only happened in 2021 and we know there's backlog in the courts, but what we do know is that he is originally from Tyrone, but did have an address in Essex at the time when he was arrested. He was arrested at the Channel Tunnel Um a few years ago, it was August 2021, and when his lorry was searched, they found £5.7 million pounds worth of heroin and cocaine that was hidden inside a cargo of Belgian chocolate bars. Um, that haul was destined for an address. It was meant to be delivered to a place in Maidstone, Kent, in the south of England. Um, the it was conceived within two pallets of the chocolate, which they told there was 63 kilograms of heroin, which is a substantial drug haul. Where did that come through, Antwerp? Yeah, and that would have came through, yeah. So he, had, he, we know that he had came from somewhere in mainland Europe. He had came through and he had landed at the Channel Tunnel. Whether it was a random search or whether the, it sounds like there was a tip-off of some mm. sort, he was intercepted, that was taken. He did appear in Folkestone Fox, in Magistrates Court at one point um, in the south of England. And apparently he was due to stand trial in October this year. But the thing that I suppose that is confusing is if he was due to stand trial in England and he was released on bail for quite serious drug offences, which would carry a substantial prison sentence if he were convicted, what was he doing in Killybeg in the Republic? So was he in breach of his bail conditions? Had he possibly decided he wasn't going to show up in court? Um, or were maybe the authorities just unaware that he had moved from his approved court address into an address in Kelly Bay. And there's no evidence, or is there, about how long he may have been in that village? There's All we've heard is that he had most recently been living in Kelly Bay. Kelly Bay's a very small place. It's, you know, especially in the cold months, it's a fishing village. It wouldn't, you know, everyone would know everyone. Everyone locally would know anyone who was staying there. There are people who have holiday homes there, but even they would be known. In the summer, it's different because, as we know, it's it's a holiday place. It's a seaside town and you would get a lot of visitors. So, you know, a stranger landing in might not just arise as sort of much curiosity. Um, but this person, he appears, Robert Wilkins, to have been living in Donegal. There was a, a strange, I suppose, this investigation it was clear something had happened because we know that the, the guards had, they had searched a car, which they found was heavily bloodstained. It also I believe was full of cleaning products where someone had tried to clean the blood from the car. They found a blanket that was heavily bloodstained and they also found bloodstains at an address in Kelly Beggs. Um, the problem was they had this third party testimony, a sort of, if you like, a concerned member of the public. They had these items which they could forensically test. But they also then needed to know if they directly linked to Mr. Wilkin. Um, we were told at one stage through the PSNI, they managed to trace a relative living in Lorne to try and see if they could get a DNA sample of them. They initially refused. I suppose they were, you know, unsure of what it was they were actually asking for it for. He wasn't reported missing. You know, he wasn't missing person. Um, but then the body was found. We know that was found in the water. And you would imagine, obviously, that the, the NCA, when he was arrested in England, when he was arrested at the, the ports, 
they would have had to take his fingerprints and his DNA and all that would be on record. So the guards would have a very easy way of identifying that body now. Um, sort of three, four crime scenes there, possibly, if they're going forward into the, there's, you know, it's an investigation at the moment. It's a likely to be possibly upgraded, but you have a house, you have a car, you have a cliff edge, and then you have where the body was yeah. found. I, I do think that when people read the headlines and they know that this man was involved in this significant or was suspected of this being involved in a significant drug haul, they think, you know, was this a drugs-related murder? You know, was he assassinated? Is this something to do with he ever lost? Because someone somewhere is missing millions of pounds worth of drugs that he was in charge of transporting. But none of that seems to be on the face of it. This seems to have been something that occurred over several days drinking between three people and that you can tell that this is not the kind of killings that you have covered in the past, which are drug related, because they are very carefully planned. Mm. They have people who identities are concealed. They clean up afterwards. They get rid of murder weapons. You know, they have getaway cars. This seems to be a mess. Actually, yeah. there's crime scenes everywhere. There is. There is. Yeah. Well, look, I suppose that's all we can we can um, say about the case for the moment until there's either an upgrade until the, the guardie come out uh, and give further details about it or um, those individuals that were arrested and released if, if they are, you know, arrested. Presumably in a case like this, um, the guards can kind of take their time building their evidence, can't they? If, if they have identified people of interest, um, you know, if they're focused particularly on uh, a particular incident rather than uh, mystery suspects, they could take their time to gather their evidence and put it to. And there will be a lot of evidence because <clears throat> in a case like this where someone is killed during a sort of drunken party or whatever like this, there's no car taken. There will be DNA, there will be evidence distributed all over the place um, and therefore and they clearly have two suspects in mind. So I, I, I understand why they've been so secretive up until now because they really needed to establish what exactly had happened and what had been done here. But I do think we'll probably get a lot more information soon and I would expect to see more arrests as well. Alison Morris, thank you very much. You've been listening to Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. Produced by Ian Mullaney and edited by me, Nicola Talent. Research assistant is Claude Amini. If you like this show and love true crime, leave us a review. Or why not download the free sundayworld.com app for lots more stories from Ireland and across the globe. Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary.